Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this 22nd day of December. I'm Paul, and I want to thank you for joining me on what is the 26th day of Advent. We're just a few days in front of Christmas. This is quite a time of year, and I know it's hustle and bustle and spending money and not enough time in the day, and people get exhausted, and I'm not going to be that voice that tells us, uh, you know, we got to stop doing this and that and get back to the reason for the season. I I think that we all understand that things morph over time and things get added to our celebrations. And we have a lot of this is just cultural. And I understand that we don't, uh, we, we don't have these, some of these aspects of the season are not part of the religious heritage of it or the spiritual side of it. You don't need a lecture or a speech from me on that, but you might just need a reminder that we aren't there yet. And, and, and what I mean by that is it's not Christmas yet. And we've, we've rushed it to make the season longer. Some of that's commercial, of course, and all about monetary, for monetary reasons. You know, the decorations start going up and for sale in stores. Sometime, I, I was in one rec- this year, I think they were up in August. Uh, and I'm not, again, I'm not bemoaning it. I'm just saying we've stretched the time out to, uh, to try and make it last longer. But what gets missed is that it's not here yet. It is, we're anticipating it. This is Advent. This is the wait. This is getting us to that moment. And sharing in that with how the fathers felt in the early days of, of not just of Christianity, let me go back, sharing how they felt at the nativity, sharing how Joseph and Mary felt is part of us learning to anticipate the arrival of Christ for us. And so we honor that with them. And I just remind you again, it's not here yet. It's almost here. But it's not here yet. And it's the, the already not yet that is part of our Christianity. I already have him, but not yet. I already am saved, but not yet. I'm already in the kingdom of God, but not yet seeing the fullness of the kingdom. And the already and the not yet is a part of the Advent, the Advent anticipation and celebration. Today, I take you to Luke chapter 1. We continue this moment with Mary in her conversation with the angel Gabriel, who's told her that she's going to conceive and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. I want to read the next few couple of verses in that sequence from Luke chapter 1, verses 32 and 33. Gabriel says this to Mary, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Not only does she know that it's a boy, not only does she know that she's to call him Jesus, these facts are meaning that he's going to last, he's going to live, and she's not going to have to worry about him in those nights when moms worry about their baby. She can take this to the bank, that he's going to make it, he's going to be okay. Um... It's, this could be why Mary, uh, you know, we, we cut her and the family down when at age 12 they go to Jerusalem for the feast and they get three days journey before they realize Jesus isn't with them. 
And of course, their, their families traveled in large caravans, and so they don't know who he's with. And sometime on the third or fourth day, they realize Jesus isn't with them. And sometimes we tend to sort of cut Mary down, like, what kind of mom is she that loses track of her kid? But I wonder if her entire life, or I'm sorry, if Jesus' entire life was marked for her by this prophecy, he's going to be great. The Lord's going to give him the throne of his father, David. He's going to reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom is going to be no end. And so she knew until she saw these things happen, he was going to be all right. And so maybe she's just not worried about him. Just I don't panic about him because he's there's a promise over his head. And it might be what is so tragic at Calvary that his mom is standing there at the base of the cross. I wonder what of this prophecy she saw being fulfilled in the spirit and what of this prophecy she thought would be fulfilled in the natural. Because as she stands at the foot of the cross watching her son die as a common criminal, I wonder if it ran through her mind, he's supposed to have the throne of his father David. He's supposed to reign and of his kingdom there's going to be no end. And I I don't know how much she was able to spiritualize, but I do know that the anticipation that Israel had, whether Mary had it or not, but that Israel had, was that a Savior was coming that was going to restore the throne, that was going to bring Israel back to prominence. And whenever the angel says to Mary, of his kingdom there shall be no end, we have no reason to believe that they took that to be spiritual. But they would have thought that, that to be physical. And we might not get like, like I said yesterday, we might not get all the information we need, but we get enough to get us through the season. We also might get more information than we're able to process. Sometimes in our waiting season, God shows us things and we don't completely understand them. It's not just that he gives us a single word or one truth to get us through. Sometimes he gives us things we can't understand. I remember about 25 years ago, the Lord spoke to me in prayer one day. I remember where I was. I won't go into it at this time and, and what was going on in my life. But I remember the Lord speaking to me that that he was going to take this ministry that he had given me, this message, this gift, and that he was going to put it in front of the entire world. And I, I thought that that meant something that it didn't. And for a long time, I steered my ministry towards a sort of global evangelism type thing. With It was even the impetus for going on television years ago because I didn't think there was another way to do that. Now, he has given us a ministry that has touched the whole world. And I don't mean everybody in the world knows about us, but we hear from people from all over the globe who are being impacted by the gospel of grace that God has given us the mouthpiece and the, and the chance to present. And a lot of times we're able to do it and not even leave home. I don't, I don't even always have to travel and we're able to make such a, an amazing impact on people around the world. So he spoke a word into my life and I thought it meant one thing, but it was actually fulfilled a whole nother way. And I think that probably is the case with Mary. Of his kingdom, there shall be no end is still happening. Jesus said the kingdom was among them in his day. It didn't end at Calvary. It just finally began to take the shape that God had intended for it to to take all along. 
So I don't know what word he's given you that looks like it's one thing, but maybe it's another. But I can tell you that if he's spoken it, he'll make it come to pass. And you may go through a lot of iterations on understanding it, but you'll land where you need to land. Have a great day. God bless.